Hi, my name is Ben Armstrong. Hi, this is David Koch. My name is Thomas Maurer. Hi, I'm Donna Sarkari. Hi, my name is Lana Montgomery. Hi, I'm Seth Juarez. Hi, I'm Aaron Thomas. I'm Jess Dodson. Hi, I'm Rocky Heckman. Hi, I'm Sonia Cuff. Hi, I'm Troy Hunt. Hello, this is Wally Mead. My name is Reed Purvis. Hi, I'm Lars Kling. Hi, my name is Alan Birchall. Hi, I'm Adam Fowler. Hi, I'm Scott Guthrie, and you're listening to the Need to Know Podcast. All the latest Microsoft Cloud news, as well as industry guest deep dive conversations. It's a Need to Know Podcast. All thanks to the CIA Ops patron community. The Need to Know Podcast. Catch us on Twitter and Facebook, N2K Podcast, and online at ciaops.podbean.com. My name is Robert Crane, and you join me for episode 314. This is in February 2024. So, again, uh, if you are interested in reaching out to me please do so on x at director cia feel free to send me an email director at ciaops.com another great place to get information in between podcasts is my blog blog blog.ciaops.com i also have a youtube channel you'll find at director cia on the youtubes i also have a free teams shared channel so if you do want to uh, get keep up to date daily with news uh, inside your Microsoft Teams without having to do tenant switching, then I'll put a link in the show notes. You're free to join that. Just make the appropriate changes to your environment, and then I can uh, allow you into that, and you get all that information, ask questions, and contribute be part of uh, that community there. Also, I have a merch store, great place to buy a T-shirt to make a statement at your next uh, conference, and the capabilities of a lot of the resources that I'm able to provide for free is done through thanks to the support of my CIA Ops patrons. You'll find out more information about that at ciaopspatron.com. That is a community of people focused on learning, keeping up to date, and automating the Microsoft Clouds. So I've got lots of uh, PowerShell scripts. I've got knowledge bases. We've got a forum there, all based in the Microsoft technology to give you a feel for that. So if you are interested, head across to ciaopspatron.com, have a look at the different offerings there. If you just want to throw a, a tip into the jar, you can also do that at ko-fi.com forward slash ciaops. So that link is also on my blog. So I appreciate any support people do provide there. It helps to uh, create better resources that I can provide for everybody. So if you do enjoy it, would appreciate, you know, a, a contra- small contribution there. Or like I said, don't forget to like uh, this podcast wherever you may see it. it goes a long way to helping it reach a wider audience. So some news from me is that, as always, I do run a monthly webinar. The monthly webinar will be this month focused on Copilot. Now, I did run a webinar in December on Copilot, but I didn't have it in my uh, greasy little hands. So now I will have it and we'll be running it on Tuesday, the 20th of February. The link will be in the show notes so you can click on that and go in and join that free to join for anybody else. I've also got... um, uh, my TechWorks 23 coming up in Melbourne on the 15th of March. That is a face-to-face, full days, deep dive, technical training on the Microsoft Cloud. So we'll be covering, you know, some of the new stuff we're talking about here. We'll be looking at Copilot in depth. We'll be looking, you know, at uh, many of the new products Microsoft has, how to implement them, how to secure them. So if you are interested in that, again, a link will be in the show notes for you to go and have a look. So what is news from Microsoft? Well, probably the biggest news is that the Intune suite has finally been completed and finally fully rolled out. So 
if you wonder where the Intune suite in parts or is you know in limited capability has been available probably now six-ish months uh, so it had a very basic remote help it had a few other basic features some basic analytics but Microsoft has recently announced that it is now completing the suite so the thing the big thing for me that it's brought or added to the suite is um, you know what it calls enterprise application management this is managing third-party apps directly from in the environment so it'll work out what needs to be updated do auto updating if you want um, all of that sort of stuff really really good we've also got the full version of endpoint privilege management we've got cloud pki we've got uh, int- uh, tunnel for mam um, and we've also got a major improvement in remote help so remote help now can do unassisted or unattended access if you want so i wasn't able to do that before but now it can so if you have uh, tools already that you know are doing remote management of you know devices out there in the environment i'd strongly recommend you have a look at the intune suite uh, the pricing that i saw the rrp is around 15 dollars per user per month you know that may seem you know i suppose more expensive than some of the other options that are out there but when you look at the capabilities, look at the integration with Intune, I think that it provides great value. I think it also, the signals that it sends to things like Sentinel, Defender for Cloud Apps, Defender for Endpoint, also a big positive. But I would also suggest to you that an even bigger reason to think about Intune Suite is what will the capabilities be like when it adds something like um, Security Copilot. Now, no word yet on when Security Copilot will be available. I would be expecting it to be available, you know, in the first half of this year, but who knows? I'm never not saying that I'm right. I have any any further information, but the big benefit I see of Security Copilot is its ability to make all that cybersecurity really easy, which I think is a big plus for SMB. So, yes, it's probably going to be a license of, you know, 40 or $50, but when you look at its capability for going in and answer, ask a simple question, get a simple answer, you know, am I secure? Have these been set? Um, you know, what's happening in my environment? Please, you know, reverse engineer this attack or those sort of things. Um, I think it's actually going to be worth it. Now, where it's going to be doubly worth it, I would suggest, is if you have seen the integration between uh, Security Copilot and Intune, that should really sell you on both products because, if you've ever managed Intune, you'll find that it can be a bit cumbersome. It can be quite granular. It's very enterprise focused. It's like, where's the one setting that I need to turn this on or turn this off on devices? Can be a bit, you know, challenging. Security Copilot's going to remove all that capability. It's going to make life so much easier. You'll be able to go to Security Copilot and say, create me a policy in Intune to, you know, enable BitLocker across my whole environment. Bang, and it does that. Um, go in there and troubleshoot why do I have clashes or why are my devices, um, you know, having issues in there and it will solve it for you. It will tell you why that's happening. So if you haven't seen the integration that Copilot gives with Intune and once again, if we un- once we had Intune Suite on top of that for management of third-party device, uh, third-party applications, endpoint privilege management, uh, cloud PKR, all this sort of stuff and remote assistance, absolute winner in my opinion. So, Remember, one of the biggest challenges in SMB is really the lack of skilled resources behind the keyboard, right? There's just not enough skilled people to be able to service the needs. Now, that's because a lot of people aren't coming into the industry. And one of the ways that can be overcome is by using intelligent tools like AI. So Security Copilot combined 
with the integration with Injune Suite and Intune and things like, um, you know, the Defender for Business and so on is really going to be where it's at, I think, for smart operators going forward. So you can sign up today for a trial of the full Intune uh, suite, and that'll give you 90 days, I believe, and 250 users to go in and play with. So I've signed up. I've been playing with the uh, enterprise uh, app application options. So I'm trying to work out how to get those third-party apps out there, manage them, update them, what's involved, where to click. Um, all the information about that will be put on my blog, so blog.ciops.com, for information about you know, the Intune Suite features. And the other big one, which has been um, you know, a hang-up for many, many people who already have existing uh, remote management tools, is the unattended uh, access for remote assistance, and that is now inside the product, so removes that option as well. So if you do remote management of devices, and, and from what I see, you can also do remote management and uh, assistance on things like Android and iOS, I believe. So again, go in, have a look at that, sign up for a trial. I'll be writing more on my blog. Hopefully, we'll be talking more about it uh, in these episodes and maybe even doing some uh, videos as well. So go in. The full version of the Intune suite is now available for you to go in and have a, uh, a play with. Uh, as well. So there's an article also in there about some other Intune up updates that have happened uh, in January. All right, so that was prior, that blog post was prior to those. So we've got, you know, a new UI, improved UI, we've got enhanced analytics. What I really like is now we should have, or you should see eventually the ability to run device queries using KQL. So one of the key skills I've banged on about for quite a while is that you know need PowerShell, but you also need to be familiar or comfortable with uh, KQL. So what we're going to get is a, when we go into our devices, down the bottom we'll have a device query option. We'll be able to go in there and run KQL queries and do all sorts of wonderful things in there. So all of that um, is mentioned in this blog, but for me the most exciting one is obviously the unattended remote help and also the app management capability. I think that's going to allow you know the ability to manage uh, a whole range of third-party apps quickly uh, and easily. So you might have seen, heard, read that Microsoft you know was subject to an attack by a uh, third-party actor. Um, some guidance was initially put out by Microsoft and they've now gone and given us more information about what actually happened. So uh, it would seem, according to the report here, which I'll put a link in the show notes for you, that a password spray attack was run, a guessing attack was running against a non-production machine. They gained access to that and then were able to gain access to an OAuth application, which then had privileges in another environment. And from that, they could escalate to potentially being able to uh, access read, I'm not quite exactly sure, um, some emails of the senior leadership team, which is always a worry. Uh, but if you want information and guidance on how to respond or what to do or what you should set up to check for this, now OAuth applications, again, we really need to start paying attention to these. These are basically embedded um, users with a static username and password that applications use to do automated roles. Now, again, if they're not managed, if they have permissions that are too high, that's where we get these sort of problems or if we have them across tenants. So the Microsoft article here, uh, Midnight Blizzard Guidance for Responders on Nation State Attack, 
we'll give you more information about the incident at Microsoft and the recommendations that you should take. So I would certainly uh, encourage you to go and have a look at that. Now, another article here from Microsoft is the Vulnerable Components Inventory is now publicly available. So we can go in and have a look at our Vulnerable Components in our environment, make evaluations and roll that uh, and information into our Defender alerts. You'll see things like, you know, is OpenSSL vulnerable, which I did notice there was a critical vulnerability announced recently. So that will allow you to go in and typically look at uh, the vulnerabilities of third-party uh, software in your environment and then come back and make recommendations and let you know if it's an issue that you need to deal with urgently. Uh, we've also got the monthly security news. So this is a good roll up on all the changes, improvements, enhancements in across the Microsoft uh, Defender stack. So in here you'll find uh, information on Defender for Endpoint and updates, Defender for Identity, Cloud Apps, uh, all of that sort of stuff is in there in a nice summary. I commend you to you know go and have a look at that. Now, one of the other products that uh, are changing and improving is uh, Stream. So Stream is moving to a new environment. They're enhancing features, capabilities, transcriptions, all that sort of stuff is being added to Stream. There's an article here of six features to use in Microsoft Stream. Many people don't know the capabilities of Stream. You can actually record desktop video. You can do all sorts of whiz-bang things now in Stream. So go in uh, and have a look at that. Now, something else Microsoft did announce that they have released to GA is Microsoft Mesh. So this is this immersive experience where you come into a virtual space as an avatar. Um, so if you remember any of the demos, it's the one where the avatars have no legs. They're just, you know, I suppose the top half of a person. But you can, you know, congregate around a virtual fire, do a virtual meeting and a virtual uh, whiteboard and so on. So it's... Interesting how Microsoft portray this. This is this, I suppose, this VR style environment. Um, you know, some larger companies are using it as an onboarding process. Um, does it have real value? We'll have to wait and see. You know, again, I suppose AR VR is probably at the beginning stages now. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But I suppose the challenging news around this is you won't be able to experience any of this immersive technology from Microsoft Mesh unless you've invested in Teams Premium. So you're going to need Teams Premium to attend these meetings and also to create these immersive experiences. So um, if you want to, you can sign up to a trial, see what it's like, see if it works for you. Um, we'll be interested to see. I'd like to arrange that, do that myself, but I need to find other people with Teams Premium to make that happen. Is that going to make, um, you know, in a smaller environment for SMB customers? Probably not because the person you invite to the meeting wouldn't have Teams Premium. But look, I can see the value and hopefully the price will come down or the integration will give us a basic option, at least maybe to uh, attend the immersive experience without needing Teams Premium. We will have to uh, basically wait on that. Now, on that score as well, um, if you haven't seen, Apple's released its uh, Vision Pro. So these are big ski goggles you whack on your face with a huge battery. Uh, you run around like a noob and you basically are able to project apps and screens and views and those sort of things uh, onto the glass glasses and look through them. So you could have a, you know, a background landscape, you could watch a video, you could browse a website, you can... 
uh, work on a, uh, a document, all of that sort of stuff is available via these goggles, which are strapped onto your face. So it's a computer for your face, basically. So again, pretty expensive. I think it's about three and a half US dollars, uh, which is quite expensive out here when you translate that. However, it does, I think, show the way forward. I think that this is, you know, version one, like the original iPod was back in the day, and look where we've got to today. So I think it has validity, and the good thing is, I suppose, Microsoft now has released Teams, is now available for the Apple Vision Pro as well. So if you have invested in Apple Vision Pro, love to hear from you. Uh, you can also now put Teams and so on and attend Teams meetings through this. So um, in the uh, weekly brief that I put out on my blog, I have put a couple of videos up there about people testing out the Apple Vision Pro. Again, as I say, very interesting technology, early days, not for everybody, but where's it going to go? I think it does have a lot of validity. So if we can get those goggles down to uh, maybe a pair of sunglasses or a pair of normal glasses, which are light and easy uh, and quite simple for people to consume the information, yeah, then it's probably got a way. It's probably then going to kick off. So we'll have to wait and see. But again, it is out if you do want to spend three and a half US thousand US dollars. But Microsoft Teams has also been announced to uh, run on that uh, as well. Now, Teams also has given us the ability, a new improved ability to better control audio and video settings. That is quite handy when you have a meeting with a lot of people to be able to go in and control all those settings uh, in a simplified interface. So I'll put the link in the notes so you can go in and uh, have a look at that. And also a couple of videos on you know exploring the immersive experiences in Teams, getting a feel for that, understanding what it is. Like I said, you will need uh, Teams Premium to go in and achieve that. Now, Microsoft also has um, some advanced options here or the made it easier to manage uh, you know, privileged roles in your environment. So privileged roles of you know, global admin, billing admin and that. So some additional reports, KQL, some additional logging capabilities provided for that to keep on top of those privileged accounts. What are they doing? Who's logging in? Uh, where are they being used and so on? So I would recommend you go and have a look at that, implement any of the recommendations that are made there. Now, in business news, Microsoft has, again, done really well in yet another quarter. In summary, I suppose it's typically now growing or its products are now growing at around 30 percent, 28, 27 percent. If you have a look at the raw numbers, it posted an income of about 22 billion and that's up from 16 billion recently. So it is doing quite well and we expect it to continue to grow even more with the benefits or the income that's being generated uh, by Copilot AI and all that sort of stuff. So it's in the right track. It's obviously, you know, pushing these products. Other companies like um, Facebook and so on are also seeing boosts thanks to AI. So that seems to be the revenue opportunity going forward. And again, I'll put the article in the show notes. So you're going to have a look and read more deeply about the actual results that Microsoft posted. But fear not, it's doing well. It's, again, generating more cash, which is pretty impressive when you think about its continued growth at these sort of levels on a regular basis. I mean, that's nothing to, you know, uh, it's very difficult to keep doing that uh, time after time after time. So, again, go in, have a look update your information there. There's also a video here on how to decorate your background in Teams. So in Teams, what you can do is, let's say that you've got, you know, you're doing a meeting and you haven't had time to clean up your uh, environment. You still want to share your screen. 
then you can use the AI to clean your shelves, to remove all those untidy items, uncycly items uh, in your background. You can also do things like, you know, make it look as though it's uh, Christmas time or a happy birthday or some sort of anniversary in the background by putting, you know, an AI theme over the top of it. So if you are interested in that, again, you can go in and decorate your background uh, if you want. So there is an option here for more granular certificate-based configuration in uh, conditional access. So if you want to get even more granular and use certificates with conditional access, there's an article here you can go in and have a look at. And the last article I've got for you is one here on how admins can prepare the environment for Copilot. So this is around permissions, this is around managing policies for Copilot to make sure we've got all that set up. So remember that Copilot uh, in Microsoft 365 is largely going to be a super powerful search. Now, a lot of this means that, you know, unless you've secured information, unless you've put in uh, things like sensitivity labels to restrict information, there is the risk that it could be discovered or Copilot could use it when you don't want it to be used much as you would search. So again, this article will help you uh, understand what needs to be locked down, how to go about it, what policies to go in and set to you know, manage that environment, make it more secure. So there's nothing, you know, non-standard, I suppose, that needs to be going, going and set up. But the idea is to pay particular attention to the permissions in your environment because, again, Copilot's like, you know, search on steroids. So uh, that's going to be an issue if you haven't done the permissions and locked all of that down. So with that, I hope you've got a good swag of information in there. The big takeaways uh, of late, uh, the complete Intune suite being available, especially including enterprise app or third-party app management and also the remote help, which now has an unattended access. You can sign up for a trial for 250 users, go in, have a play with that. I'm doing that, putting it on my blog, uh, any updates, information, so stay tuned there. The next option uh, is that the Teams immersive experience is available, but you will need Teams Premium uh, to go and uh, take advantage of that. Now, the other thing that I have been blogging about recently is the Microsoft 365 backup products. If you want to go in, have a read about that. And remember that it is in preview, but in summary, you should probably think of that product more as a DR product at this point in time. You know, the reality is it lacks some of the granular control to do individual items. It can be done, um, but it is a bit cumbersome to get a single item back. So it's much better at this point in time to think of it as I want to back up the whole mailbox and if I have a problem, restore the whole mailbox. I want to back up the whole SharePoint site or OneDrive site and restore it in one hit. So that's probably the best way to think about it. Can it do granular? Can it do other things? Check out my blog, see the series that I wrote uh, about that if you want more information about Microsoft 365 Backup. Now, with that, if you want to see more articles, provide any feedback, uh, let me know, you know what you think about topics or what would be a great topic or maybe somebody to interview, please reach out. You can do that once again on X at Director CIA. You can also just send me an email, director at ciaops.com. And don't forget to stay tuned to my blog, blog.ciaops.com, where you'll find you know all sorts of technical information updates and hopefully coming soon, some more information about the new updated and improved uh, Intune suite. So with that, I thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Need to Know podcast. 
You have been listening to the Need to Know podcast from CIA Ops. For training on using technologies like SharePoint Online or Microsoft 365, visit www.ciaopsacademy.com. By purchasing from the selections available, you'll be directly supporting this podcast. To provide feedback on this episode, visit www.ciaops.com contact.